go, I get the keys, so I just come in, you know, just come the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. I tried to teach you how to handle a comic in the sixth grade, but oh, you know, you wanted to play little movies instead. Aquaman's a hero! I'm sure it's better than number one looks like. I guarantee you, boys, will Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin, Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio, Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. All new, all better. Fantastic forum. <laughs> also on Skype, the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic forum are nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Uh, sometimes I'm featured in our intro promo or previously on promo. That was good work. Yeah. Like I was like, it sounded real official. I was like, oh man, yeah. what's about to happen? Thanks, man. Yeah, we worked hard on it. <laughs> we <laughs> we have an employee now. On you all different. An intern. <laughs> there it is. I, I was like. I was like, did this happen? Like, <laughs> like it sounded like not us for a hot second. I was like, oh, she, like the music makes a difference. I, yeah. I, like, I haven't like, even I'm harassed just... her yet. <laughs> I'm like, this, this show sounds amazing. What? I was like, I need to watch this. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, speaking of which, we got another great show for you today because uh, we're going to be... Doing, giving you a review of Fantastic Forum number one, the reboot, the return of the Fantastic Four. Um, and we're also uh, going to be talking about the latest comic book news. And of course, whatever else you all want to talk about, we'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, uh, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's and the South Bay's best comic book store. You get all your comic book needs met there. Uh, all you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed. They're open right now. You can call them. Feel free. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. 
you know you want to. There you go. Yeah. We got some production jumping off. Speaking of which, I feel we can't live up to our production quality anymore. (laughs) Like, I'm having anxiety. (laughs) Mo's like, it's too big. It's too big. We're not this good. (laughs) I'm battling a case of the imposter syndrome. Oh, hilarious. Look, you you can't be an imposter if they haven't found you out uh, after this long, Mo. It's like you're you're like in the family now. You were you might have been pretending to be their cousin, but now they actually love you. I don't so, know, man. It's okay. Uh, Ty Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? What are your thoughts on Batman's religious beliefs? Or lack thereof? Dun, dun, dun. I did see this news story. That eh, it's a non-news story. Yeah, yeah. DC, like DC confirming Batman's an atheist. Did anybody think Batman had a religious belief? No. No, not really. And yeah. then not only that, but like... The, you know, immediately after they everybody wrote these articles and shit, um, they, uh, Tom King posted on Twitter, it's like, oh, I, you read that wrong if you think he's an atheist. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tom King's like, oh, is that what you all took from that? Okay. <laughs> I haven't read it, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't read it either. I, I'm actually woefully behind um, are people Batman really being... mad about him being an atheist? I don't know if they're mad. I think there's some people that might be a little bit shocked. I like you know, which I'm just like, I, like I don't. What religion could Batman be? Like I feel like there's there's uh, the that list is really small, right? Like I I feel like what? Well, maybe? no, I mean he could be you know Quaker, no. Methodist. No. Amish, Baptist, no, Batman can't Presbyterian. Be He's clearly Amish because he builds all his own shit. Pescatarian. <laughs> like, there's lot. There's plenty of religions in the world, but do you think Batman could be any of those religions? I don't think so. I, look, I don't think the DCE. Uh, sorry, whatever they're calling us, Worlds of DC or whatever DC <laughs> I don't think there's room for a god in there. Oh, there's At plenty least, of gods. Yeah, but not real. <laughs> not like. Not like you know Genova, I, like the the supreme god. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, yeah. I, I, there's no room in there. Like even like, even if that that god sent his only begotten son to sacrifice, like while they're waiting for the second coming, like Superman already sacrificed billions of times over. I so mean, it's like they, the whole world would lose their faith in Jesus. Simon Baz is Muslim. I mean, yeah. That's only before he. That's before he came to America. No, <laughs> no, his he's sister, still Muslim. His sister's got the hijab and everything. I mean, that's true. Just, but you could be Muslim without a hijab. Technically, he I, has a he has a hijab too. No, no, that's not what that is. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just, it just more than anything, and you know, I, I, I do need to read the issue still. So How maybe is- I'll uh, have a different perspective once I get there. But I just feel like Batman doesn't have faith in anything outside of himself. Right, that's part of his psychosis. Yeah, Te- technically, so, th- there was one point where he called himself God. 
that should have been <laughs> that should have been the hey you know what maybe that's not that strange i mean no did i say strange whatever the point is that's the point where you figure well I, I, clearly he's not a christian man if he's yeah, calling I mean, himself god that's the thing like you could be a, a, a religious person without being christian you know, because all, all, all people are talking about is him being an atheist, which I guess people were assuming he had some sort of religious belief system. I think the only thing that I could see Batman being is maybe like maybe like a Taoist or like Shinto or something, but maybe. Yeah. I've always and seen even, but even then, he's too too feisty right. much. Exactly. Like, he's kind of too... Like he may be like a Shaolin monk, but <laughs> we know he's not that. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, you know, may, maybe some of the Eastern religions, like belief he, systems. Yeah, but he eats meat, too. Oh, do they not eat meat? Well, not like Buddhist or, you know, or Shaolin like oh, that. Oh, no, def, definitely not Buddhist. Yeah, the, I don't think you could be Buddhist. That, that Yeah, I think more so. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're like me, you could be a bad Buddhist and then still. Like, <laughs> I, I there it is. That's your new. That should be your new uh, Twitter handle. Bad Buddhist. Yeah, well, no, you know, I'm, that's not something to celebrate, Larry. Oh, I'm sorry. You're you're feeding into the ego. That's the whole problem. I don't it, even. Is it my problem or your problem? No, it's everybody's problem. But we all oh. we're all one. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. That's fair. I'm not mad at that. You're right. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't I, under, I I don't understand how it's a controversy. I always saw. Batman as Batman and Iron Man as kind of analogs of each other a little bit, and I Tony Stark's been an atheist for years. Yeah, but you know, I feel like Tony Stark's a little different. I feel like Tony Stark is one of those guys that might say he's an atheist, but then secretly like believes in something. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if they said Captain America was an atheist, now now we got a discussion. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that would be shocking. Like that would be shocking. Like I, I don't, and you know, I don't even know if they've ever said that he's any particular religion, but they imply Christianity. Ooh, Captain in America, the movies. yeah, he's like Presbyterian. He is. I think so. I mean, he's a. He, <laughs> that was he that. Had, the he, has a pre, book he has a he has a Presbyterian um, nose. You you are so crazy <laughs> with Presbyterian nose. I mean, he's a he's a classical. 1930s white guy. Yeah, but he's not Catholic. What? What are you calling him? A, a no, wasp? He's a white Anglo-Saxon no, Protestant. Yeah, I didn't call him Catholic. I, I mean, yeah. some one of the Christians. No, but yeah, most likely is that, is Protestant. That, is that what wasp means? Yeah. Man. You, yeah. You thought I was just a bug? You learn something new every day on Fantastic Four. Bam! You're welcome. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if Captain America did not be, have a, re, a a belief system. Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he has to be like Christian per se, uh, but he just strikes me as a person of faith. You know, yeah, I don't know. He's not for, Irish either, right? Captain no. America? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. Remember anybody? Like specifically saying what nationality or what his background might be. I mean, I'm sure it may have been mentioned somewhere, but yeah, I mean, the Brooklyn, reality but is he's not Italian. Goes, huh? He's from Brooklyn, but he's not Italian or Jewish. Yeah, he's definitely not Italian. Yeah, he's not Jewish either. 
uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, for all we know, he is. He's, he might be all Italian. Right, yeah. He just has, you know, blonde hair. Blonde, I'm going to say he's hair, Mexican. Say what? I'm going to say he's just Mexican, which makes there him quite is. Catholic. That's I'm why a- he believes in in uh, uh, human rights for immigrants so I'm hard. Gonna, I'm going to say he's Cuban because he's got the Cuban flag on him. The That's Cuban flag? How dare you? Puerto Rican. How dare you? Tomato, tomato. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, those are two different places. Anyway, yeah, uh, but that's only because yeah. of the continental drift. <laughs> okay, now now we're talking about Pangea. This bitch don't know about Pangea. So, anyway, that, that's going to the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I guess we covered all our bases in regards to. The show. I guess we can just get started. Do you want to? Get, you all want to uh, do reviews first, or you want to delve into some some news? Let's do some review first. Let's do some reviews. Get the business Bam. out the way. Yeah. Now that we got this intern, I should get her to do some review thing. Yeah. What word? Word. So, uh, it says so right here on the cover. It's back. The world's greatest comic magazine, Fantastic Four. Again, um, it, again, the cover lies to you. The, co- the cover lies to you. Well, okay. I mean, but here's the thing. I feel like comic books don't, don't necessarily tell you what's going to happen on the inside on the covers. It's like some stuff is like I mean think about like Spawn. Look, you No, it, almost any almost any random issue of Spawn. No, but look, but yeah, every almost every image book is like the cover's a pinup. I I won't see I won't say that about every image book, but I do know what you're saying. A lot of them are like that, yes. Especially back in the day because that's what they showcase the most is the art. And you know, thematically it would kind of connect with the inside. Um but in this one, it literally tells you they're back. No, no, it doesn't say they're back. What's it it say? says it's back. No, 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 no. The Human Torch at one point says they're back. Yeah, but that's yeah, not, but not on the cover. Moses was talking about the cover. Oh, look, if we're talking about the cover, fuck the cover. I. <laughs> What? So are you basically saying we're abandoning the flight of conversation already, Oz? Is that... <laughs> well, no, because we're talking about the cover, and, and I, I, look, I think fuck the cover. But I, I looked at the cover, and honestly, at first glance, given that 98% of the time I'm awake, I'm drunk, I thought it was going to be Hulk and old man Logan as part of the team. <laughs> that is funny. I, I will say that I do agree that the thing does look like Hulk in in the the cover that has the Fantastic or Four like Toxie on it. Yeah, he does have a yeah, and uh, that the the cover's done by Assad Ribic. Yeah, you know Assad Ribic is a is a great artist. I enjoy his work thoroughly. Um, but every every time I look at that cover or this this picture this image for the you know like the standard cover for Fantastic Four. 
it does strike me that I'm like, that's the Hulk. And it might have to do, you know what the biggest thing is? Is the head. Like, the head does well, not look yeah. like a thing. It's kind of like, the perspective is like, you know, you're a little lower than he, so you can't really see his brow. Right. But he kind of didn't do the brow as pronounced either. Yeah. Like, at this point, every artist that works on it should have the brow, like, on copy and paste in Photoshop. Plus, it's well, green. Don't, don't. Don't overlook yeah, the fact that the image is green. green. It, it, he green. has a green tone, but that's just because of the it's cosmic lighting. rays and shit there. There's like green smoke around. Yeah, exactly. So it's like lighting and reflection. Oh, uh, look. <laughs> last week we learned that if you see a green light, it means Hulk. Right. Exactly. As we should. Like, I didn't choose to learn that, but yeah. This is but why the I other hate part, The other part of it, too, is the mouth. Like the yeah. thing, the thing's mouth doesn't look like this. The thing's mouth is not pretty. Uh, okay. We we can definitely go with that. And you know, I mean, that's that's kind of evidence like I mean, even like, you know, the the book itself is uh the art is done by Sarah Pacelli. Mm-hmm. And you know, like j- literally the first page has like a family portrait of the Fantastic 4. You can see the thing there. And that's like a front profile, and it's like, okay, that's what the thing's head looks like. Like the thing has a very distinct head; it's not a human head. Yeah, it's a it's a thing head. And the, the on the cover, even though the 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 artwork is pretty much beautiful, otherwise the thing's head is not right. He basically just made a person, and then made yeah. his face rock. The muscle definition too, like yeah. He looks too proportionate. Like, the thing isn't proportionate. No. Like, he's more not. stocky. Like, you know, it, it, you know, if Asad Ribic was as good an artist as me and used the same textbook, how to draw superheroes the Marvel way, I love you would that know that the proportion is, for the thing, is six thing heads. Yeah. For, yes. to, for the height. And then it's like four or five across the shoulders. So he's short? So he's no, he's square shaped. He's more square shaped. He's not like like tall and lanky, like where you know, like Captain America's arms reach his quads, the things would only reach closer to his his waist. You know what I mean? That that picture is in the cover is in chat, and I'm telling you, man, that's Hulk. <laughs> are are things pecs that defined? No, nothing is that defined. The only thing that's defined is the rock crevices. Right. That see, and it is green. I'm telling you that that fucking thing is green. Uh, no, I look. I get that there there's green smoke and stuff, but yeah, that shouldn't affect his green. But you know, why it is, could be like the Hulk. Like they meant him another color, but in the printing they lost it. Why is old man Logan skiing? He's rollerblading. Okay. Still, okay, that's question that's Mister Fantastic. Doesn't look very fantastic. He does look like he does look look like Hugh Jackman, though. I will give you that. He he looks way too old to be banging Sue Storm. Nah. No, they're both. That's older. about right. Yeah, they're both older. Look, he's the smartest man in the world. <laughs> Possibly the universe. Well, this yeah. this bearded Mister Fantastic does not show up in the book at all. That's see, that's not that's true. That's not true. It's lies. For uh, full disclosure, I didn't read the whole book. Okay, well, then you can't speak on the book at all, then. 
because you didn't read it. I think I can. What I oh, will say, look. what I, what I will say is that when I saw the cover, I was excited, no matter what it looked like. Um, and you, you know, you know what happened when Mo opened up the book. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kiddies. Bring your wife. Guaranteed to. Have- How long do you want me to play that? It's four minutes. About, did you did you mean to play that? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. That's why. I don't so even he, understand. Well, you know, remember last week? <laughs> what what does that mean? Why did he do that? Remember last week how we were talking about how Joe hates the final countdown? Yeah. And he hates it because he read it in a book and he just read the lyrics and he, he read the narration that it says final countdown and, and it plays and he goes and he hates the song based on what he read in that novel. And me, oh. I hate that song. And then watching uh, Johnny Storm singing that song, like, annoyed the fuck out of me. Yeah, why the hell is Johnny Storm a Mets fan? Any any character that Dan Slott writes is a Mets fan by the for the time that he's writing it. Now, you said... Wait, why would he not be a Mets fan? Because I mean, because the there's the Yankees. Yeah. Like they're from that that bad part of town. That's the Yancey Street. All that. That that's the people that likes the Yankees. I think the kid that fires off that gun is wearing a Yankees hat. Yeah, but Johnny Storm's not from from what you call it. From that's there? where the base from of Yancey operations Street. is. The Fantastic Four building. But it's, either way, look. It, the thing is, he was never a Mets fan until Dan Slott started writing it. When does he even sing Meet the Mets? Like, at the page two, he's, at page a, he's at a Mets game when he sees a Fantastic Four symbol. Like, did you read the book? I did read the book. But I didn't so read the, the, I didn't the, read the whole book. The first page is the family portrait. Second page is them singing Meet the Mets. Oh, and the second yeah. page only has two panels. No, and you know what? I don't know that song. Lucky you. But you know they were well, singing now you know song. It. I, I had forgotten, like, the fact that he's at a baseball game is probably the least salient uh, uh, detail in this whole book to me. It was like, the and most then he's important. hugging a dude, like, and they're talk- I, like, yeah, he's a Mets fan, and he's hugging dudes. Like, come on, we, we get it. He's a, mess, a Mets fan. But, and they, <laughs> <laughs> you're so crazy. They, look, they, they talk about boning at one point. So Yeah, so- it was weird. What are you talking about? Did you? Okay, you got to read this book, Larry. And they talk about kissing too. Like, I don't even know who this dude is. No, they're saying that he's not gonna kiss if if they do the kiss cam. Right, but they're they're. I mean, they're holding on to each other too long. They're they're at a baseball game, and I guess they're they're singing. I guess I don't know what I don't know when they sing that song at Mets games because I've never been to one. It's whenever they the Mets come out. Okay, so they're enjoying the game. They're not like, you know, it's not like they're embracing each other. No, they I are it, embracing but, each know. other. But it's funnier if we say it like this. Oh. Right. You know, Thank you for ruining the drama. Right. You know what else? Yeah. Is, you know what else is funny? Take it down a notch, Mo, with your drama. If you really want to be funny. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right. You can't see, but I'm dancing every time that plays. <laughs> 
I hate that song. <laughs> what what song? Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step. I got it. Why does it even like? Why do you care? I. You know what? I. As as. <laughs> As everything in my life goes, it all goes back to Howard Stern. Uh, and when Baba Booey threw the first pitch, the they kept playing out. this song. And it's like, you know, they, they busted his balls for being a Mets fan. And then he threw the ball, like, terribly. Like, he threw worse than a girl. Like, then what the stereotypical girl throw. And then, so every time he walked in, they would play this music for him. But I would hate hearing it because it's like, I don't know, it just annoyed me. Wait, so what you're saying is, Baba Booey would walk in. Damn right. it, I missed it. Hold on. Meet the Mets, step right up and greet the Mets. I should just let that play for four minutes. You, you yeah. should not do that. Yeah, man, I'm going to start disliking the Mets, too. <laughs> yeah. So it was that like that song's terrible. And then yeah, and even to this day, like there's always something that <laughs> somebody throws a bad pitch, and they always go back. the 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 Baba Booey pitch was like eight years ago or something, ten maybe. And you know the announcer will say something. Oh, that was a bad first pitch. Well, it wasn't as bad as Baba Booey's. So then, of course, that following Monday, they rehash the pitch and then they play the song again. What? And it's ten years so later. What song did they play? Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Okay, I'm done. Why? Why not play Donka Shane? He sings that in the in the comic too. I don't know what that Cause, is. Because that's a sad song. You don't know Donka Shane? No. That, that song is is like it's a Nazi song, and it's about murder. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Donka Shane is a Nazi song? Yeah. Look, it even sounds Nazi. I mean, when you say Nazi, you mean German? Tomato, tomato. No, see, no, it can be, it can be like German and not be Nazi. Shit, you could so. be not German and be Nazi. Word, exactly. That's what's real. But I'm just like, yeah. But Donkashane's a you don't know see. That's weird. That like, Donka Shane's like a really popular song. Tiger Claw posted the video of Baba Booey's first pitch. You know, I, I, there was a there was a local LA DJ. Why is it four minutes? The song? No, the Baba Booey video. Because he's a real he's a really slow pitch. No, and it takes like you know he walks up to the plate. He does the little weird hop. No, no, no. There's there's like a whole There's probably commentary though. There's like, all types of production. Like I'm I'm looking at it without oh Jesus Christ. That was Jimmy a bad pitch. Kimmel's huh? in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because like, Jimmy when he was on Jimmy Kimmel again, so then, you know, he goes on Jimmy Kimmel because he wrote his book, They Call Me Baba Booey. And um basically Jimmy Kimmel said, Okay, here's sixty feet. I'm gonna give you a chance to redeem yourself to pitch. And throw this ball, and then he fucked it up again. Oh, you know what? That's nothing. Uh, local <laughs> LA DJ Kevin Ryder from the Kevin Amin show. Oh look, yeah. Look up his pitch. He fell. 
Like, yeah. the drive fell <laughs> off the mound. Kevin pitch. Kevin's so uncoordinated. But the thing is also, yeah, I guess, well, because I don't listen to them. It's not as impactful. Oh. But yeah, that 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 was a bad pitch too. There's a there's a lot of bad pitches. They say that the worst pitch ever was Chris Rock's, but somehow his fa- his um his publicist was able to get it off of every like media outlet. Really? Yeah. So you can't find. I mean, maybe Tiger Clock can find it, but he might. You know, he might have to go Mr. Robot on us. Hilarious. I, I will tell you this right now, like in the off chance that I ever became president of the United States, I would never throw that pitch. Really? No. I just I, I would I would do everything in my power to avoid it. Let me put it like that. Like I would put that off. Like I would not do it until like I absolutely had to. And, you know, it's one of those look, it, it's like I understand it's one of those things that the president does traditionally. But yeah. Ironically enough, though, Donald Trump hasn't done it, huh? He's oh, no, he's not, he can't do it. He's only been president oh, no, for like he would a be year. Terrible at it. But I wonder, I wonder if uh, if that's gonna like happen at some point. I would like to kind of see that. I guess he has more important things to worry about these days. So. <laughs> yeah, so, like but, evading know. justice. <laughs> but, but he's literally know, he's at the White House running from the law. <laughs> Papa Bowie's pitch is really bad. It is like yeah. like just all the way off, like in every way. Like it's high, it's to the right. He hit somebody that was like I didn't even know the ball would come this way. Yeah, <laughs> like he hit the em- the empire or something. Yeah. <laughs> Car- yeah. Carly Rae. So and well, the thing is, there was such a build up to it too. You know how how Larry, you you remember the the infamous IQ battle, IQ test. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like that for the first pitch too, where. They talked it up for the month. Like he got a, he got a coach to teach him. He got a, then he he started getting like two weeks before he started getting real nervous about it. So he got like a sports psychologist, like the guy that talks to actual athletes. Why, why would he get a sports psychologist as opposed to like a coach to stop trying to throw a ball? Dude, that's the that's the whole joke. Like that's why it's so funny. And then and then he did this. So after a month of building that up. And hearing that it's the Mets song, Meet the Mets, and then that, and then a whole other month of the fallout from the bad pitch, <laughs> that's two months of Meet the Mets. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. But no, and I, I that would. The shit's a fucking earworm, but it's not like a good one, like no. that you want to hear all the time, you know what I mean? You gotta, and stop, that's... You gotta stop saying Meet the Mets because my finger's twitching to hit that button. I would do everything. Whoa, what happened? Jay? Who's that? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know what's going on. Uh, um, yeah, because I just, I, I'm not good at it. And it's not so much that, it's not about, I don't care that people don't know that I'm not good at throwing a baseball. Because I don't have any problem or any... Like I, I don't like say for instance, I'm not the guy that'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna play in the the work softball game because I suck. It's like if you want me to play, I'll play. Just know that I suck so that you're not disappointed when I don't help us and maybe even hurt us. You know? But if you're like the president, I'm like, nah man, that's not good for the country for them to see me fail like this. What like, if it's after you're not president anymore? 
No. Well, if I'm no, look, there's no reason for me to do it if I'm not president. It's like now, like that's just trying to, you know, that'd be like trying to add insult to injury. Like, no. I just, yeah, I, I don't want, I wouldn't want to do it. I'd try to do everything to, I'd do all types of other stuff maybe, but not that. I'd be like, I could, I'll throw the first dodgeball in whatever. <laughs> is, there, is there a national, there's a national dodgeball competition, isn't there? There, there probably is, but I, <laughs> I mean, it'll be on the Ocho. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. ESPN ate the Ocho. That's the joint right there. Mayor, Mayor Young throwing the first cornball. It's right. The, the, the dodgeball tournament's like right before the Magic the Gathering one on the Ocho. <laughs> Dude, I would love to watch competitive Magic the Gathering. That would be awesome. You can. That, that has been on ESPN before. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got to go look that up. Where do I, like, what, when does that come on? I'll, I'll DVR it. Oh, when I saw it, it was a long time ago, though. It was like eight years it was ago. When the, it was when it was I like... was competitive in the sport. <laughs> You're hilarious. Um, you know, a, a piece of news that we didn't get to report. Uh, they're they're friggin' Wait, are we doing making news? another Magic comic book? And look, we're only two pages into the dissection of Fantastic Four number one. That's because it sucked. No, it did. See, nah, it didn't well, suck. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. There, this this first issue is divisive. Right. There are people like prominent people that were really unhappy with this book. Right. Yeah, I, I believe it. I just said and then it there sucked. was a lot of people that were like, "This this joint is great." You just said yeah. you loved it. Say what? It, you said you loved it. I said it sucked. This this book is dividing our show. Wait, did I say I loved it? Well, look, you're making love to it. And then, what? and then I got freaking Mo over there. That every time you even mention the goddamn book, all I hear is, "God damn it!" <laughs> God doesn't want you to do that. Uh, <laughs> God doesn't want it. One day I'll figure out this goddamn soundboard. <laughs> it's funny because all I had to tell him was like, I really hated when the uh, when they sang "Meet the Mets." <laughs> <laughs> but if I would have told him ahead of time, he probably could have put it in the soundboard properly. Yeah, it's, it's on. <laughs> it, it's on. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Good. Long story. You know what? This goddamn intern's got to do some work. Um, but yeah, look, the, I can see this book being divisive because it felt like, to me, it felt a little like Miles Morales's number one. Yeah. Where it yeah. kind of like took a while, and you know yeah. it has Sarah, Sarah, did Sarah Pacelli do that one too? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So it, it um, it had that feel, but I'm okay with in terms of the Fantastic Four because ultimately it's about a family, and I think that's that's kind of the way they're going here. Like, yeah, it's gonna be I look, look Satan knows, Satan knows that. that I'm fairly confident in Dan Slott's ability to make a sci-fi adventure comic with the Fantastic Four. But t having these family dynamic things like they had in this first issue is going to make it interesting to me. 
Uh, more interesting, more interesting rather than yeah yeah i mean like i wish they well i like the terrifics but i wish they would have paid him to do the terrifics i think dan slot on the terrifics would be really yeah it'd be really interesting not to say that you know i mean it still wasn't a bad book i guess no but. it was good like well i only read number one but right but number right. one was was great in fact, number one would have probably had a better reset. If if this Fantastic Four number one was like the Terrifics number one, it probably would have been less divisive. True. Divisive. But it's yeah. also, you know, there's a lot of things to rebuild in Fantastic Four right now. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting because I think, you know, and, and you all kind of both alluded to it earlier where they say that they're like, this book lied to me because they're like, the Fantastic Four is not in this book. <laughs> and it's like, yes, yes, everyone in the book doesn't get together in the same place. That's true. Right. <laughs> that That is true. That didn't happen in issue one. But, I mean, dude, the, they'll come together. Like The beauty of that plot is that he knew that what he was doing. Say what? The beauty of Dan Slott is that he knew what he was doing when he did this number one. Yeah. Because he actually wrote a backup comic strip talking about the fact that they're not together. Right. Right. That's true. That, that is true. And that, that gave me hope for the rest of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's but still, it's like, so what that they're not together in the first issue? Yeah, like, it's not it's just like something that people have been waiting for, I guess. I know I haven't, but yeah. Because here's the thing: if if they just showed up together on the first page, people would be like, "Wait a minute, when the hell did this happen?" Yeah, and then so like Dan Slott could have basically done like a splash page or like one page with like four panels. Oh, the Fantastic Four together in action and then been like six months earlier and then do a whole lead up into how they got there. And cats would have not have been they would have been like, Well, they weren't really together for the book. Still, right? Like they were like yeah. it's, it's like I don't know. It just seems it just seems interesting that it, like the the man is, is crafting a story. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, it's a medium where you have to wait 30 days in between stories. And But everybody's so, like, I, I think if anything's going to kill the comic book industry is that, that wait time. Because everybody just wants everything now. Like, every form of entertainment now is pretty yeah. much on demand, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's like binging. Yeah, so it, it's, that. that's, if any, like, I was actually talking to, um, a customer yesterday at the shop where it's like you know digital like i bought fantastic four number one on the app because it was quick like it was just so fast and and I, I got in the mood to read it and i got it and read it right then and there you know and it's yeah. like I, I haven't gone to a comic shop for comics and since amazing spider-man number one and that's only because on the Marvel Comics app, the white covers are are, are worthless. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, and it, it, it's not like th- that's a necessarily a new phenomenon, right? Because, I mean, I guess when you really think about it, graphic novels and trade paperbacks are basically just a way to binge. Right? Yeah, but even still, you still have to wait for those a couple months, you know? True, true. But, like, they're, like, we know, we all know the comic book folks that are those people that were like, yeah. I'll just wait for the trade. And then they wanted to get that story all at once. So that's what I, I said know. about Saga twenty five issues ago. Say what? That's what I said about Saga twenty five issues ago. Yeah, yeah. And then I never got the trades. Saga's still good. You should mess with it. No, I, I believe it, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I heard they're making a TV show, so that usually turns me <laughs> off to the whole thing. What what does the TV show have to do with the comic? Well, because then it's going to be, you know, it's going to be terrible and, yeah. Then eventually they're going to start, like, merging shit, like, try to get more audience to the comic by making it, like, the TV show and, yeah. I don't know, I guess. Like, I feel like a saga TV show would have to be on HBO. Like, it couldn't even be on anything else. Yeah, but, I mean, like, that's what we said about Watchmen and look what we're getting now. What are we getting now? Uh, I'll save it for I save it for news. You haven't seen oh, okay. the little like thing on the the video clip? No. Right. Well, we'll okay. we'll get to that in news. Yeah. But yeah, back to Fantastic Four number one. Look, this is a all over the place review of it. But personally, I liked it. I, I like the the whole thing with Johnny and Ben. Like they're the ones that are left over from their last adventure i don't even know how they disappeared or whatever the fuck like oh I, they just dis- they disappeared from uh it's secret in, wars it's in the book is i mean it? they don't say that it's secret wars no i don't think they do but the mission is there what that wasn't in see okay this book is stupid Which the mission that was in there wasn't that that was a mission that from before that well then it was a stupid mission no, it was the one that made Ben Grimm like want to get married. What, what mission well, are we talking about? The one with the where Johnny Storm had to sing to find his way home. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. In R- R- Secret Wars is basically like what it basically culminates into is you know Doom had the power of the Beyonder and basically is like remaking remade the whole world. It basically culminates to that same power basically being in, in Reed Richards' hands. And to remake, they have to use, he had to use like it all up to remake the universe because they had like basically destroyed it all. Like, and and the, the things that were left was what Secret Wars was. Like, that's why when you remember when you saw. All the little, you know, the different little sections in Secret Wars where you had like the old West Town kind of version and you had like the mutant massacre version and like all the like basically the Marvel highlights. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like that was because it was like uh, a world that was like the little scraps that Doom could could cobble together to save existence. And that was all that was left. And then when people started realizing like what had actually happened 
it, like I said, it culminates into Reed Richards, like being able to like kind of co-op that power and be, being able to fix things. But the the downside was like he and his family like kind of had to exist somewhere outside of it. And so that's why there was no Fantastic Four. So you had like Johnny and yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Like, thank you for explaining it. It did nothing to my enjoyment of this book. <laughs> that's fair. Like, that's a testament to this book. Like, they're gone. I knew they were gone just because they had a shitty movie at Fox and Marvel didn't <laughs> want them anywhere. So They said um, about what a bang, though. Yeah, look, good. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I didn't miss Fantastic Four books, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I, I found it interesting, like, how they put, like, Johnny and Thing on, like, different, in different parts of the Marvel Universe. Like, right. seeing Johnny with, like, the humans for a while and, and Thing Spider-Man. as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. was pretty cool. Yeah. So, but, yeah, not knowing any of that and reading this book, it, like, I was okay with it. I, I didn't, they didn't coddle to me too much, but what they did coddle to and I didn't like that they did this is the fact that Alicia Masters is blind. Like, they keep bringing that up. Like, in weird ways of dialogue. Like, at the beginning, it's fine. She's like, oh, I'm I'm blind, not deaf. You know? And then she does something. And another one's like, when they're in that that lost mission, like, memory thing, she goes, oh, Ben, I'm not I'm blind and I can't see anything, but I can see that light. And it's like, yeah, if you're blind, we know you can't see anything. Like, you don't have to say that. So it's like she's blind and autistic. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think she just said like, I don't know how, but I'm. Nah, seeing it, it's 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 that that is bad writing. I know they. It, it's not even Dan Slott's fault. I'm sure the editor says, oh, you got to get the point across that. That, that, that she's blind because this is the first Fantastic Four book since that crappy ass movie. We're going to get a lot of people that don't know who she is. So you have to point out that she's blind every three pages. Like, it's that that's what it feels like to me. And, you know, I watched the 90s cartoon and they don't do that much, like, emphasis on her being blind like that. But see, I don't, I, I don't, I, I disagree with you. Because, did you I watch don't... the cartoon? No, no, no. I, I've I've seen the cartoon, but I'm not saying that. I I'm sure you're right that the cartoon did it less. But I, what I will disagree is that I don't think this is bad writing because I don't. No, I feel it's like not bad writing. The, it's editor. It's bad editorial. Well, but I don't. I don't even know if it's that because I feel like all the situations where it comes up, which I think it is like three separate points in the book, but I think they're all appropriate. All right. Well, you know, like, next time we hang out, Larry. I'm uh-huh. gonna say, oh, I'm uh, I'm a short, stocky Mexican, and I'm gonna work that in so that people know I'm a short, stocky Mexican, and we'll see how natural it feels. No, but she, but she doesn't like. She mentions, uh, like the the times where, like, if she mentions it. She's like, hey, I don't know what's happening. Tell me, because people are seeing things. They're right. Like, oh there's my that, god! That, look, there's that one. That's that part. That part's fine, but That's then the there's three. Part. There's three other parts where she's oh, like, "Oh no!" There's like maybe there's two more. Maybe when he proposes to her, 
Yeah. And she's like, you know, I'm blind. Like, and then he narrates where he's going to go. And it's like, all she has to say is just say, tell me where to go. She doesn't have to say, you know, I'm blind. Like. She doesn't say, you know, I'm blind, does she? She, she she doesn't like she literally she goes to the door he says hi alicia and she's like ben but she reaches for him and he's she's he's not where he usually is because instead of standing up at the door like he usually does he's kneeling yeah i i got it i'm looking at it right now she actually doesn't even say will you marry me he gets to you and she's already saying yes and holding the ring yeah, so it's like, it's just like it, it, you know. I, I guess what I'm saying is, ha- having having been blind, <laughs> it's like, it's like, sometimes you get people have to, you know, be like, hey, over here, <laughs> you know, like, I don't, it it does it doesn't strike me. She's like, she's not saying, you know, I'm blind. In fact, I, none of those situations that she say, you know, I'm blind. What what she like even in the situation with the thing she says uh, where she's seeing the light she says you know he's like she says Ben no it's not that I don't know how it's possible I can't see anything else but I can see that light yeah so that, she seemed, just, that could have just been like I Ben I can see that light and that should have just played over but I'm saying. If she can see the light, you might think, "Oh, she got her sight." Now, because she's not being specific, well, but she's being specific. No, but they explain it later. Like they could just explain it with her. Just I don't know the whole the whole thing with her blindness. Like I don't know. I felt like they were trying too hard to convey that she's blind. Like I know she's blind. Now, what what the hell is going on with this <laughs> secondary uh, story? Why is Doctor Doom naked? That's from ah. Secret Warship too. No, no, no. This is from Fallout from um, Infamous Iron Man. In- infamous Iron Man, right? Because he's basically kind of gotten to a point where he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm not trying to use. I'm not trying to use uh, this technology as a crutch anymore." And so he's like, kind of relying more on his on his. Uh, Magic, so, as opposed to so. So what happened? Somebody smacked him, and his armor fell off, like ghosts and goblins. No, he could take him off. He could take it off. That's hilarious. No, I think he's he's just like, no, I'm gonna like, I'm just not using it anymore. Is he, is he just but hanging think, out in like his his underwear and that cloak? Is he cloak now? Is he the new cloak? He's just he's, in the cloak. He's definitely new cloak. So he's uh he's a flasher. <laughs> yes. He's a flasher. I hate, the, I That's hate what it everything is. about this book. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's just, it's just, uh, Doom, Doom basically going back to his villainous ways, which, you know, and that was the one criticism that I can understand. And actually, you know, I, I, this, that was a criticism that I saw from, uh, Eric Larson where he was just kind of like, you know, you could have went a more interesting way than making Doom 
the bad guy and 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 that very well might might have been an editorial decision uh mo like that i could see yeah yeah i can see that i can see that just because of how invincible iron man i mean was it irredeemable iron man or (laughs) impossible infamous okay how infamous iron man like that was a good idea yeah and then just ending it and doing it like this well no they didn't just end it i mean he it was a it was a uh a thing that happened like they they his book ended and then but did was, it have like an ending a culmination or i mean it kind of sort of but then it it continued in the iron man book until like like the stories were converging uh where you had like um iron heart and you had uh uh infamous iron man that culminated into like the the search for tony stark and then tony stark came back and then like it, so so it kind of was like you had more of the through line with doom and what was going on with him that co- that brought him to the point he's at now in this book so so it's like you know it. It wasn't just out of nowhere. Let me put it like that. It's not just out of nowhere. And it's like it's just that the book that was basically kind of chronicling it. The book went away. Then it, he was being featured in the Iron Man book, and then that book, of course, reverted back to Tony Stark's book. And then you have this. Did so this, it, yeah. Did this book have eight artists on it? I don't think so. I'm look. I'm looking at the. It has at least three, because there's three different stories. It says, Dan Slott, Sarah Pacelli, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the main story. Uh, Elizabeth Dia Diamico, as the inkers, Marty Garcia, color artist. Then it has, I guess, the second story: Our Day of Doom and Victory. Dan Slott, right. Bian- and Bianchi, Simon right. Bianchi, Bianchi, Simone, Simone Bianchi. And Marco Russo are there as color artists. Mm-hmm. What the Pop, Dan Slott, yeah. Scotty Young, Jeremy Treese. Look, I get to bear. Oh my God, there's. You, you get to variant cover artists, and it's just a list. Oh yeah, but yeah, they had a lot of variant covers. Which the first name on it is Alex Ross. Yeah, he yeah. does. He always does one cover of everything. <laughs> Does does the thing look like the Hulk in that one? No, no. It looks like the thing. Like this, it actually looks like the thing in real life. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of like, kind of disturbing, but good. Yeah. Like, it's fan. He does the mouth perfect. Oh, the eyebrow too. Yeah. And he always captures the the blue eyes like really well. Yeah. It's almost like he's yeah. talented. Yeah. He's very talented. Unless you ask Joe, then he's a hack. But he's not here, so he's not here. Um, but yeah, overall, I did like this book, and I give it four stretchy thumbs up. Uh, I would give it four thumbs up too. It, I liked it a lot. I yeah, like you know, the, like I said, the only thing is, like Fantastic Four has a a rogues gallery, so mm-hmm. it's like it could have been anybody. In fact, if you were gonna go old school. I probably would have said maybe even think about doing like a nihilist or something like that. Yeah, and we'll get to that. I'm not. I'm like I have faith in in 
in that slot to, to Oh yeah. He's gonna do all the greatest hits. Right, exactly. And on top of that, he's um but he's building he's building something that's gonna last his whole I don't know how long he's gonna be doing this, but if it's anything like Spider Man, he's gonna he, he has like a whole decade planned of things to do. Like this whole thing with Doom, like you might not see it play out fully till like three or four arcs in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, if, if he... Look, all this Fantastic Four run has to be is half as good as the Spider-Man run. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's half as good as the Spider-Man run, it's probably, like, top five Fantastic Four, <laughs> four, well, four runs. I don't know, man. I mean, that Mark Wade run with Mike Waringo... Yeah, Mark Wade... That was fucking awesome. And then that, that Jonathan Hickman run, dude. Right. Hickman... Among one of my favorites, and then we also had uh, what you call it before Hickman, right? Uh, who was it? No, no, it wasn't Matt Fraction. That's uh, what you call it. Uh, who did it? Was it just before or just after Hickman? I feel like there was a I think it was just after Hickman because there was who, nobody before Hickman. Who, <laughs> I'm like, who did it right after Hickman? I feel like there was another. Good Fantastic Four run, but I can't remember. I feel bad. But yeah, slot like he can definitely. Be, it's the potential's there, and I feel like this is good groundwork. I because I, I mean that's the thing. I think like taking the time to figure out. Oh, you mean where, Jack Kirby? Say what? Jack Kirby before Hickman. <laughs> Jack Kirby was definitely before Hickman. John Byrne, Mark yeah. Millar. Matt Fraction. Oh, then it maybe might have been Matt. Fra- no, Matt, Matt Fraction. Fra- Matt Fraction was after. Okay, so I think it was yeah. the Matt Fraction run then. Yeah, where he did um he did Fantastic Four and F four or FF. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you know um, the like the fact that this issue kind of takes the time to to show you exactly where. Human Torch and the thing are, and like what like Ben and Johnny have been going through and what they're feeling now and what you know like for them to be like trying to like still kind of cope and you being able to see that like not only where they were but where they are now I think is a great way to to like start the book because that will make you understand when the reunion does come like it, it gives you that foundation for like okay. This is where they're at. And then the tease, of course, of Reed and Sue is like, Sue. I mean, I, I personally thought it was super cool because I like I love the contrast between what they thought was the signal versus what actually is the signal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like, dude, like, yeah. It's like, and even like that machine he constructed, like, yeah. That just the art choice to do that thing that to look like that, yeah, it was like, yeah, like a very fine, a very fine wine. Like, I don't know. It just gave me like, it, it encapsulated everything I've ever liked about reading Fantastic Four. No matter who it was, they always throw a little Kirbyism in there, and that right. was like so Kirby. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it, it was very cool. And yeah, it's just yeah. 
it's good stuff, man. Like I'm I'm excited because I feel like Dan Slot is gonna have strike a really great middle of the road kind of tone between science fiction and science adventure. <laughs> you know, like you're gonna get like it feels like it, I think we're gonna get what a Fantastic Four comic is supposed to be in this day and age. I guess that that's what excites me about it. Like it's like, you know, because you want you definitely and that's like what made partially what his uh part of what made his Spider-Man run so good, where it was like, you know, a, a love letter to what the, to all the things that had made Spider-Man great in the past, but not doing them in a way that makes them feel like they're dated or like, you know, they they're it, it doesn't feel like they're from the past. That's the thing. It's like even though it is, but you know, yeah. so. It's going to be cool for him to get those ideas and, and run with them. Oz, so, what would you rate this book? One. One. Fantastic this, one. This, this, look, this book was oh, so bad. I couldn't even finish it. It was so bad. <laughs> okay. It, it this start, is what bad it, comic books look like to you, Oz? It, it starts off kind of interesting where, okay, there's with a signal. With me, the Mets. Oh, ah, good. You weren't ready for it. I got you. Keep going. Mets. Okay, so it starts off kind of interesting where they get their their Fantastic Four bat signal. And then I like the the human torch is like, oh, shit, here we go. It's go time. Let's go. And um, the thing is like, oh, that ain't it because they're fucking dead. I know I was there. They're dead. Don't worry about it. That's not it. So that started. That was a little interesting. Then, you know, they find out that it's not the real signal. And then uh, it just it just went downhill from there. Is it now you got you, you got to go over the entire history of who the Fantastic Four are as told by a fake news reporter. And uh, <laughs> th- there's one page where whoever the fuck of these 30 artists is is trying to sell that page for a little extra money because he's putting four different heroes in it. Uh, then there's some sort of legal debate about something random that doesn't even matter. You get a little bit interesting where you hear where they... What I thought was how... You know who that lawyer is, too, right? Ah, some random chick that looks retarded. Oh, yeah, Jennifer Walters. That's She-Hulk. Whatever. She's not green. Her eyes were. Yeah. Barely. And apparently she dated Wyatt. And then the the next... Which I don't know who this Wyatt dude is. Do you know Wyatt Wingfoot? That's the Human Torch's uh, gay... um, Yeah. Uh, roommate that no yeah he's not he's not the dude at the at the beginning that was all like yeah all up yeah, on him just, and then they were all all was, like he's not gay. Meet the Mets, step right up and... how dare you assume what he is how about that then then there's a, a story that might be interesting about them escaping something in space but the way they do it is is Human Torch has to sing, so it's a it's a, another musical number. So now not only have have I dealt with, but now there's another musical number. I have time to pull up Danka Shane. Thank you for not warning me ahead of time. 
Um, yeah, I was out, and then I kind of, I kind of just flipped through some pages and saw that Ben Grimm is, is getting married. So that's that's the next section of this book is is the wedding, and Human Torch is a is a dick about something. I don't know. I I don't feel like reading words. And you get a little bit about where where Sue Storm and Mr. Fantastic actually are. But it's just supposed with the wedding reception, which if we're not if we're not going to get the the wedding night, I don't even know what the fuck the point is. Because I, I really want to see how that works. And it, again, <laughs> again, the artist is, is drawing a shitty ass Luke Cage to sell that page for more money because he can say, hey, look, I drew Luke Page, blah, blah, blah. And it just got it's it's stupid all around. And then we get to the next story where we got naked Dr. Doom for no reason. Like, he starts off in full armor and then just takes it off and exposes himself to this this random female who I'm sure is now hashtag me too. <laughs> I love how we asked Oz to rate it and Oz was like, let me give you my whole alternate review. <laughs> Well, look, it's you, like a, the, the dissenting opinion. I love it. You guys have been jerking <laughs> each other off to these to this book the whole fucking time. I've just been sitting here quietly because I know you guys are wrong. <laughs> um, thank, thank you, just thank you, Justice Scalia. <laughs> like, I I literally only read half of it, but I looked at the pictures and this book is, <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get through it after the the fucking the whole oh look these. Other heroes are going to give us their opinion on the Fantastic Four for no fucking reason that I can think of. I, All I those done. people were in the Fantastic Four. Half the MCU... MC, well, I said MCU. <laughs> that's stupid. Half, <laughs> half, of, half of Marvel has been in the Fantastic Four at some point. Why, that's not why, true. Why didn't they get Spider-Man's opinion? He was in Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four has had, like, maybe 12 members that weren't the original. Why didn't they that's get it. She-Hulk's opinion? She was in Fantastic Four. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, She-Hulk was in Fantastic Four. She was. Yeah. When the thing left, I think yeah, and... they're they're missing Wolverine, the Hulk, Ghost Rider, and Spider-Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Those are the only right. four they were missing. Yeah. Well, and, well, Black and, Panther. And, and Miss Thing. Yeah, and Black Panther. Yeah, but he's busy. He's busy, but he was there. They're, obviously, they didn't let him use Black Panther because I know that artist would have wanted to bump the page up another fifty bucks. <laughs> and I say no, this, Black Panther, he could sell just the panel. I look, and, and I say this from a guy that collects these pages, so I know, <laughs> I know what the markup is for for what characters. Yeah, no, you're right. He could have just sold. He could have cut out the panel, and then he would have had that panel for two hundred bucks, and then the rest of the page missing that one panel for like seventy bucks. Fuck this book. This book is an like, assault on my wallet, and I and now I'm not gonna cotton to that. But you don't like Sarah Pacelli, so it's okay. I don't even know who the hell Sarah Pacelli is. I just know hippies wear her fake fragrance. What? You know okay. What? I'm starting to think that the the best thing about this comic is. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. I'm still dancing every time I hit that, by the way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's lots of Mets fan. 
I almost spilled mm. my I almost spilled my whiskey. Yeah, you were telling me how he made Peter Parker a Mets fan, even though that makes yeah. sense. Now, he made he, Peter Parker a Mets fan? Yeah. He was wearing like a Mets jersey on one of the issues that he did. Oh, okay. This book almost made me spill my whiskey. So now I'm even <laughs> more mad. Did you buy the physical or the digital? I bought the review copy. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new I got, uh, I got a new intern to pay for. I can't can't be buying comic books. Interns are free. It's like every time I open my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like how about you play the news music, Mr. Soundboard? <laughs> Ryan, if you may, I'd like to take a second to personally address everyone at GMS. I know you all watching. That was like every bit as crazy as it sounds. Like her, no, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like fucking YouTube. <laughs> Were you watching <laughs> shitty sports talk? No, that's that's where the Meet the Mets song was. And, uh, you know, it just, like I, it just went to the next video. Cause it sound, fucking YouTube. It sounds like Ben Shapiro. If you don't know who that is, I it's lo- better I, that way. I know exactly who that is. I know, but, but still, it's like I want to say something, but it would come out racist. There you go. <laughs> better you have to say that because the men is an Orthodox Jew. Oh, okay. So, uh, let's talk some new stuff. Um, what was the story you were you were saving, Moses? Mm -hmm. Man, are you kidding me? It's legal in California now. You're you're hilarious. We didn't get to it. If we didn't get to it earlier, I don't know. No, no, we it was in the we mentioned something in the middle of the Fantastic Four review, and we're like. We'll save that. But I don't remember. What was it? We mentioned Meet the Mets. You want me to bring that back up? No, no, please, <laughs> no more Meet the Mets. Thank you. Uh, was it Beast of Burdens related? I don't know, but I would like to hear that story. Uh, Beast of Burdens is coming back. You remember that comic, right? It was like I, a cult, like mystery horror comic it, type. Yeah. All with animals. So they're coming yes. back. And uh, the release date is August 22nd. So it just came out. So the big news story is I'm going to be reviewing it next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's exciting. It's written by Evan Dorkin and drawn by Benjamin Dewey. And he's no joke. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Jill Kelly. <laughs> he's no Jill Thompson. But... The art looks good on the cover. So I'm going to give it a shot. Word. But that's not the story we talked about, right? No, it was not. It was not. Wait. uh, Someone's at my door. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. We're talking amongst ourselves while Larry gets his pizza. Did he order pizza during the show again? No, that Joe's the one that does that. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, oh, I'm a little mad at Joe for not showing up, man. I got this, 
Get this song all <laughs> queued up and ready to go, man. I'm anxious. I'm anxious to hit this button, but I'm also mad at Hecht for not. I mean, like I offered him another intern position to do reviews, and yeah, he, he's not even here. What what's up with that? He's too busy with his career. Yeah, I need to call in that store and get him fired. I got ice on speed dial. <laughs> I mean, That's I, fucked up. I, I hate to do that to the guy, but you, you know, he's. I like having him on the show. He was in our promo. Um, actually, for my since Larry's not on, we'll do a little production for later on in the show. For my final thought, can you play something else? Not meet the Mets. <laughs> no, definitely not meet the Mets. What do you mean something else? What do you want me to play? Uh, this song called Enter the Exosphere by Huntress. Who the... Is that even a popular... I can't even spell Exosphere. E-X-O-S-P-H-E-R-E. Like, this is... Nobody knows about this song. Yeah, but I'm going to need it for my final thought today. Okay, well, it's... It's queued up and ready... And ready for you. Cool. Is there like a lot of instrumentals that I don't want to play it right now because? Yeah, no, it's all instrumentals. Oh, it's not. Well, then, yeah, then I'll just it'll just, it'll just play from the start then. So, tune in because at some point I'm gonna play a song I haven't heard or even had a chance to edit. So it's just gonna whatever the fuck that song is, it's gonna play. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's a minute and a half. Yeah, it's just the intro to the, an album. This this album cover, I'm assuming this is the album cover. It's kind of kind of hot. Like bluish little, purple. Yeah, with, with a, a, a pyramid and some chick with some horns. I'm getting yeah. excited. Look, at some point I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna start wearing pants when I do this show because I'm getting too excited <laughs> looking at this cover. And then intern sitting over there looking at me funny. <laughs> Don't wait. Don't, is don't Amber up, up the intern? Here, up here, up here. Eyes are up here. No, no, no. So the intern's at your house in your basement, like at the studio. It, at the at the studio. <laughs> what's all this? My basement shit. At the studio. We're we're professional now. All new. All all different. All different. What, what the fuck's these? What the fuck's the slogan? It's just all new. Is it Fantastic Forum now, or what? What are we? Worlds of Fantastic Forum. Yeah, you know what? That's gonna be the that's gonna be the the title of this episode. Worlds of Fantastic Forum. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, uh, you know the Disney finally got Fox, right? Yeah, but that was like what a month ago? Or did the, yeah? Did but the there's deal? there's ramifications because. Now there's, you know, there's other companies that have rights to make Fox licensed comics. Like, and now Disney owes them. Like, for example. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was, uh, that was with Marvel? No, it's Fox. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was with Fox, now back at Marvel. Well, now, it's it never was Marvel, but... Now Disney owns it, and they don't want um, Dark Horse. Dark Horse to have it, so they they pull the license out. 
that's they're they're doing something too, aren't they? Wait, they can they can do that? Like they can just end I the mean, license? They did it for all for that's why we don't have any Muppets comics anymore. They did it to Boom when Disney bought Marvel. No, but I mean the that I thought that was that license had run its term though. No, they they ended like we didn't we never finished Fraggle Rock. Oh wow! Like we never finished the Incredibles on Boom. You know That's what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, everything went on hiatus, and they said they said it's coming back. But I mean, Larry, you you remember this? We did a news story where the guy got mad because the guy that worked on those books like now doesn't like he just said a whole thing about all ages books and kids books and. Yeah, I, I do remember that. I remember yeah. the story. But that was I, around that time, too. I didn't realize. Yeah, so I think um, it says right here, for a, for a while, fans of Joss Whedon's long-running Buffy the Vampire Slayer franchise have known that the current season 12 arc of the canonical comic will be the last, ending the story with September's issue 4. But Whedon himself confirmed to CBR that the the move will lead to the end of a property's time at Dark Horse altogether. The writer noted Fox is taking the Buffy license and the Firefly license back. The movie ends a 20-year relationship between the property and the publisher, which stretches back to a tie-in comic when the original t- Buffy TV series was on the air. Early collaborative efforts between Whedon and Dark Horse included an in-canon adaptation of his original Buffy script, a futuristic Frey series. You remember that series, right, Larry? Frey? Yeah, yeah. That was the the future Vampire Slayer. Yeah. For the past decade, the action has been focused on various follow-ups to the show, starting with 2007's best-selling Season 8. For the immediate future, comics will remain available through Dark Horse, including September's recently announced Buffy Season 10 Library Edition Volume 3 hardcover collection. But after Season 12 wraps, there'll be no more stories starring the characters. Wow. So at least they got to end it. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, but... um, yeah. So, you think that... uh. Like Marvel, yes. whoa! I was gonna think. I was gonna ask you think they're gonna make those comics? Is that what you think? Well, I mean, that's what happened with Star Wars. Like, I had, I bought. Yeah, but Buffy's not Star Wars. Well, so like, like you see I'm what Disney does if... then? Like all the Disney shit that Marvel doesn't want to do, they just give it to IDW. So you're gonna get IDW Buffy or some shit. Mm. And probably without the cooperation of Joss Whedon, I don't know how much they want to pay him. Why like, would it be without cooperation of Joss? Well, Whedon? he's not going to write it. Like they have the license, so they could do whatever they want with the t- with with it. Yeah. So, you know, usually with Joss Whedon and Buffy fans, like they're a little more hardcore. Yeah. And they want like his involvement, whether it's his crappy brother writing it or him. Right, but I'm saying like the the comic, the comic that has been coming out, he didn't write, right? He just uh, yeah, but it's his like input, like he's like producer essentially. Right, like he kind of yeah. like okay's the stories or something. Yeah, 
and they're in canon because of that. Gotcha. So anything after that, I don't know. I don't know how fans are going to respond. You know, like I don't know what his involvement is. from that article. Like it just, it seems like they didn't even consult him what he wanted to do. So, what he wanted to do in regards to to either you know, can we keep licensing it to them? Like he wasn't brought into that. He just said they just took. It. They're telling me they're taking the license back and we finished it. Mm. Yeah. Got you. Huh. But in other news, how's your pizza? No, it was Jehovah Witness. Oh, what? my God. What the fuck are they doing at this time? Like, at don't they have a life? Huh? A- at 8 p.m.? Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, That's you know. Was it at least, like, attractive women? No, dudes. At, at 8 p.m., it's totally a murderer. <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, like, uh... Like, you know, like, I'm telling them, like, hey, so, yeah, now's not a good time. I'm actually in the middle of the show. They can hear you guys. Mm-hmm. Then they want to ask me what the show's about. I'm like, well, dude, what did I just say? It's you about sh- hating Jesus. You should have told them <laughs> it, it's about Jehovah, and then they leave. They should have came when I called Jehovah Genova. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so. Sal- you should have had them talk to us. No. Look, they want to bother your time. Let's bother. Let's waste theirs. So, Psylocke is white again. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, this is where your soundboard needs like celebration. Like, oh wait, I have that. What do you? What do you? Making Psyl, making Psylocke great again. <laughs> No, that doesn't get Final Fantasy victory music. No, that needs like fireworks and I, and manga. I, I would do fireworks, but it would just sound like gunshots. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently she burst out of some dude's body and came out white. Was that in um in one of the Wolverine books? It was. No, I- I think that happened in the latest issue of Astonishing X Men. I think, but I'm not, I'm not certain. So she's in Astonishing and at the same time in the Wolverine books. She's not in the Wolverine. When you say the Wolverine books, you're talking about the Madripoor joint. Yeah. She's she's in Mystery of Madripoor, but that's like, I mean, I feel like those two stories aren't necessarily taking place at the same time, but. Yeah, I think those those are the only books she's in. I think she she's going to be in the uncanny uh, the uncanny X Men book, but that there are a lot of people that are going to be in that book. I think I'm pretty sure they're going to just um, they're going to end all the other books and like the stories will kind of culminate. Or the characters that they want to culminate will be, or that they'll want to highlight will be in that book. So how's Twitter uh, handling Psylocke being white again? I don't think um, she was white to begin with. I mean, yeah, she's she's it's English, so- but she has an Asian appearance. Yeah, but she has an Asian appearance from switching bodies or some shit, right? Yeah, like through through the siege. 
Wait, was it the Siege Perilous? I think it was the Siege Perilous, but I think somebody else did something to her too before that. Like originally, so. her body was white, and she had that white. Like she dressed like the mom from that '70s show with a mask. No, she's got. Uh, I don't know if this is the, the classic costume. I, I guess, but it's. Uh, I like it. I'm gonna post that in chat. Look, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't really just got that I'm, book. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how how people are taking it. Uh, like I I don't know that it's. I'm not sure it's on most people's radar. Maybe that's the better way to say it. It just seems like some people would be mad. I mean, she's like, the, well, hair. particularly the trans Asian people. Trent, that's a what? <laughs> Is that a thing? Well, they identify as Asian. Oh, got you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. It's even that that big of a thing, but maybe it is. And I just I'm not. My fingers are on the pulse of that right now. That could be the case. Your fingers aren't on its prostate. Exactly. Um, Disney stands firm on James Gunn not returning the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's yeah, good, that's some good news. That's that's something that people are feeling a way about. <laughs> yeah, like some people were angry, and it's like, did you really like these fucking movies like that? Like, because that's what it all is. It's like they don't want people changing the movie they love. You think that's what it is? I think that's what it is. Like. They really like the mm-hmm. Guardians movies. Like, I, mean, I don't could... see, you know, at first it was like, uh, you know, I was like, man, you know, I'm standing with James Gunn on this one because the Nazis are outright are fucking with this shit. But then right. it's like some of the shit that came up is like, wait, wait, wait a minute. That no matter what age you are, like, right, that's not cool either. Like, you know what, fuck right. this guy. But you know, I still didn't want him back as, as a. I don't want him on guard. I don't want any, any, him anything. Anything. I don't want him near anything that I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that was before the whole shabacle. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there are a, a group of people that are just like, um, you know, they don't like the fact that Nazis came and. And They're alt-right like, American. Yeah, right. Like, alt-right people with an agenda came and, and, like, basically did, like, a takedown job on somebody because they were vocal about their political views or somebody, you know, which... Yeah. I, and that I understand. Like, that, that is a sucky thing and not cool. At the same time, it's he, like, it's not like they made something up right. to he's, take he's him still, down with. It's like, he did that. So, yeah, he still he he still did it, right? And so it's like it'd be one thing if the people were making up lies, and it's like yeah, that's messed up. Like you know they like something that got proven to be untrue later, but it still derailed that person's career. That would be one thing. But you know if you're like oh well, and I get that you know people are like we already you know this has already been like tried in the court of public opinion or whatever, but. It's kind of like, well... The court of public opinion doesn't have a double jeopardy clause, apparently. 
<laughs> it, it does a, not. A lot more people are pissed off the second time around. Yeah. I think people didn't pay attention the first time. Yeah, he was a nobody the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I think his, he definitely was on a whole different level profile-wise than, you know, the first time it was brought up. Like, I can't believe we saw him in Hall, Hall H. How disgusting of us. Did we see him in Hall H? Not you. Oh. You weren't there. Oh, okay, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't, like, don't remember us being there either. You were there with me. Was was I? Was I awake? Yeah. Then I was Liv drunk. Tyler was there. You're the one that got us into Hall H. Probably because I was drunk. You see, well, yeah, you see what happens after look, at, look after after Lawrence broke my flask. I, that like my power just drained out of it. <laughs> I need to get a new flask. Hey, so apparently there's a Doom Patrol TV show coming out. Am I know about yeah, that? I'm, I'm sure that's gonna be great. Brendan, <laughs> Brendan Fraser is gonna be Robot Man. Yeah, he's doing just the voice though, right? Yeah, I'm sure he's going to be. Yeah. Well, and then I think he's going to be in the flashbacks, which I, I've i seen Brendan Fraser lately. I don't know if I, I, I think a voice is all he should do. Really? <laughs> no, but the thing is for Doom Patrol, you don't have to be like good looking. Yeah. I, I, that was part yeah. of the whole thing. Like they, they experiment on people and all but that shit. For so. TV, you do. Yeah, well, who knows? I don't know. Like I said, I don't have faith in this show who, at all. Who the hell uh, even knows? Dude? Why Why are they doing Doom Patrol? That's like... Doom Patrol's been deep. in the talk since we started Fantastic Forum like 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah that's true. Dude, it, it's a reach. It's, I mean... <sighs> They've been trying to do it. Because it, it's, it's essentially a good story. But there's so many like not good story. Like, well, in terms of what you would want to put on TV. Like, there's interesting shit in Doom Patrol that's, like, the Vertigo stuff. You, but you think they're that, not going to do yeah, that. If they're not going to go with that, like, if it was if it was a fan that was doing it, then, yeah, I, I understand. Because, like you said, there's some interesting stories there. But it's not. I don't know who's doing it, but it's not a fan. I can tell you ahead of time, this, this isn't going to be... Hashtag my not my Doom Patrol. Yeah, I'm like saying. automatically. Look, so here's the press release. Automatically, they tell you hashtag not my Doom Patrol. So it's written by Jeremy Carver. Doom Patrol is a reimagining of one of DC's strangest group of outcasts. So yeah. it's like you lost me at reimagining. That, that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're telling you they're changing everything, and it's like, well, you know, there's people. That are gonna fight for the show if it's like what they like, you know. But uh, who cares? It's gonna be on the shitty DC app anyway. It's not gonna be on TV, TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we don't know how that shit's gonna last. But look, we already paid for this shitty DC. Yeah, app. we we got 15 months. So if it lasts 15 months, then you know, good. But I, I have no faith in it. And it says uh, Brendan Fraser's playing Robot Man. There's Negative Man. They don't say who he's going to be. April Bowlby is going to play Elasta Woman. Diane Guerrero is going to play Crazy Jane. Elasta Woman, not Elasta Girl? No, it's Elasta Woman. Mm-hmm. And then... 
I don't know. So here, he says, they're called into action by the ultimate hero for the digital age, Cyborg. What? Yeah. So, uh, Carver says here, executive producers with Jeff Johns, Greg Berlanti, and Sarah Schechter. What what happened? What happened to Jeff Johns? He used to be so good. He, he was never good. He was a, he was a talented writer. Uh, I, I, read, don't, I don't I, think look, so. I read eighty. I think he was just the wrote. most talented writer that DC could afford at the time. Like they couldn't afford a Bendis. His last Green Lantern book, I shed a tear, and I talked about that on the show. It was it was amazing. Like I just my pants so many times. Don't look at me, intern. Turn over the okay. <laughs> It's yeah, and now and now this, yeah, I don't know what happened. I, no. I hashtag not my Jeff Jones. Like you, Jeff Jones, also the guy that mispronounced Sinestro in the special features for First Flight. Yeah, but that he was drunk during that episode. <laughs> I know because I I got him drunk. It's it's Jeff Jones and Jurgens. It's like oh you know don't meet your heroes, folks. Don't, just don't. <laughs> the, yeah, nothing can come of that. Okay, whatever. What the fuck's the next story? Uh, there's a date for the uh, triple threat crossover for all the TV shows. If anybody cares, I mean, I kind of the care. Arrowverse. Yeah. Um, well, but I care because it's gonna send. Well, Batwoman's gonna be involved. Right. So. That should be the uh, the Batwoman. Thing, and that's set for December 9th. I'm a little bit pissed off because it's it's a three three show crossover. Where's where are my legends? Legends is is the best of all the shows right now. And but they're not coming back next season. They are. They've they they've already done a preview for it. Like they're in Aruba and everything. It's awesome. Yeah, why why no legends? That is weird. Because and what happened to Black Lightning? Because fuck Berlanti is Black Lightning even in the? I thought Black Lightning was a separate universe. I know it's still Berlanti, I mean, but so, it's Supergirl's a separate universe. It's still in the shows. Yeah, but now she's got a interdimensional pager, so she no, can't yeah. survive. All you gotta do is give one to Black Lightning, right? But, but he gotta be in the show to do it. Well, they gotta. But fight. Black Lightning actually kills people. I mean, so, and he's not white. Well, like, gre- well there, there it is. <laughs> Green like, Arrow killed Arrow people, people season one, season season. right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not white. Yeah, they already have their quota for people who kill people. I'm saying I don't think black Black Lightning is not killing people like now. No, mm. I mean I don't know. I only watched the first two episodes. Not now because he's teaching thunder and lightning. So he's gotta he's gotta be on his best behavior. Plus he's trying to rebang his his wife. <laughs> rebang his wife. Yeah, I'm sure there's a term for it, but I've had too much whiskey. Yeah, Black Lightning should be in it. You know what? He I was he was in. Uh, they did a a promo of for all the shows, and he was he was in it, and it was one of those. Where the heroes are all in training together. Mm-hmm. And Black Lightning was in there, and he's shooting his little lightning bolts. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they, and they should unify that. It, I but I really think from what I read, Black Lightning is in a totally different 
disconnected universe. I'm sure they could connect it at some point. It would be awesome to see a what four or five show crossover thing, but it's not gonna happen. I love Black Lightning, but that show's too dark to cross it over because he's black. That show's too dark. That was a joke. that's terrible. How dare you not laugh at my jokes? I'm that's hilarious. Terrible. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> I thought I had more news, but I can't find it. No. Um, Tiger Claw put one in chat about Hit Girl. Like, unveils. I guess Kevin Smith is doing a Hit Girl movie. But I don't really care about it, so. Kevin Smith doing a Hit Girl. Hit Girl from, like, Whatchamacallit? From Kick-Ass, yeah. From Kick-Ass? Millar's in it and everything. Is it Millar or Mylar? Mylar. Miller. (laughs) It should be Miller, but it's not Miller. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't care about Millar shit. You're like, I still haven't finished reading Superior. Why? I figure he took his sweet time to put out the last issue. I'll take my sweet time to read it. <laughs> More importantly, to buy it. No, there it is. I hate it because, you know, issue seven wasn't out. And then him and Leonel, you already had another series going. Like, what the fuck? Plus, I'm looking at a picture of Millar, and I didn't know he was a redhead. That means he is he a redhead? It looks it looks pretty red to me. That means he has no soul. For those of you out there that don't know. Oh, I guess he's doing a hit girl movie. I mean, sorry, a hit girl comic. Mm. Do we need a hit girl comic? Wait, I mean, there's there's did, been did, ongoing ones for yeah, the last did, couple uh, years. Yeah, like, we, yeah, I just thought about that. We had a hit girl comic. Is Kevin Smith writing it now? Yeah. Which is weird because Millar's a writer, right? Yeah. So Millar thinks Kevin Smith can do a better job with his own character that he created out of whole cloth? That's what he did, right? He created it. Yeah, but with Hit Girl, I think he's letting other people write it. Um, I know Jeff Lemire did the one where she's in Canada. And then there's one that actually I think came out today where she's in Rome. He should, let James, he should let James Gunn write in. I heard he, he's into that. No, he'll love it. But yeah, he said, uh, here's, a, here's a quote from Mark Millar. Kevin is one of my favorite people in Hollywood. He writes dialogue the way I wish people talked, and his intelligence and humor fit into this world just so perfectly. He, he continues, I wrote him a fan letter over 20 years ago asking to see a Superman script. And I was there when Clerks was screened in Scotland. Even before that, so you can imagine the, how delighted I am to be somewhere in the same credit page as this guy. Wait, is he talking about Kevin Smith? Yeah. Kevin Smith is all like dick and weed jokes. But I guess he wishes people talk like that. Maybe you should listen to our show. Yeah. I, s- <laughs> I don't know anybody outside the show that just talks like a Kevin Smith movie. 
Yeah. As far as I know, I'm the only one that says snooch. <laughs> and you're high all the time, too. Only half the time. Which, by the way, uh, as a PSA, make sure uh, when you buy a weed, make sure to buy American. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I read the story that uh, they found, like, a whole bunch of weed farms in London that were using child labor. So, buy American. Which, I think in LA, most of the weed on sale is is local, right? Look, all our weed here... <laughs> in fact, all the illegal weed, any other state where it's illegal, is either from here or Colorado. Good. Buy, like, yeah. buy American. It's literally like a farmer's market. Like, if you go to... Uh, there's like big producers that that make stuff, and they usually make the vape oils and all this shit. But um, but yeah, if you just get straight weed, like a lot of it is from local farms. Yeah, so don't buy British weed because it's made with child labor and it's not even that good. It's all like sticks and stems. Buy uh buy American, L.A. or Colorado. I don't know what the Washington yeah. weed is like. I. I'm sure it's good, but they, the thing is, they don't have the weather to grow it, you know? So I think they get it from here, too. You know what? L.A. has been the best weed in the world even before that shit was legal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no I, it I, was. I, I have a... Well, I had a friend who smoked weed almost every day. She's from, she's from Ohio. And one day, Amber went to her connection, picked up some fucking tube of weed... Handed it to her. The next day, we get a call like, what the fuck did you give me? That shit fucked yeah. me up more than ever. I, I thought I was dead for <laughs> for like 20 minutes, and I was explaining to my sister why I was dead. And this was literally, this was seriously what the conversation was like. And she was saying this sober, too, by the way. So she remembered everything of that fucking high. So California has the best weed. If you're if you're in the California area, I definitely recommend head down to LA, pick up pick up some weed, and you will have the most interesting high of your life. They they've got like they, strains for whatever you need to feel. If if you're hooked on the pharma big pharma opiates, there's a weed for you that can help you kick it and give you the same effect without any of the side effects. LA is fucking disneyland for weed i wish i could have taken some when i was there oh my god look i wish uh well i wish you could partake because i just got something last saturday that is insane they gave me uh two eighths which i guess is a quarter of an ounce uh -oh. see how that goes see how that goes <laughs> they gave me an eighth of uh two uh was it a quarter of an ounce for like the price of an eighth, and that thing's gonna last me all year because it's just way fucking strong, man. Look, I I wanted to. I I literally the second day after I got back from, from my LA trip, I got randomly quote unquote. You can't see my quote fingers, but they're up there. Quote unquote <laughs> randomly selected for a test. And I had to pee in the goddamn cup. I knew that shit yeah. was going to happen, and uh, I so wish I could have partaken. I need to take, like, two weeks off and just smoke the first two days. <laughs> and then just ride that through the week and, and piss it out my system the next week. 
I miss weed. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I have alcohol. Yeah, but it's not the same. Uh, it's not, but it's a good friend. Yeah. It's a dead end road. Um. No, you do donuts on that cul-de-sac. <laughs> the New York Jets announced a new partnership with Marvel. Oh, the oh, you said Jets. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta look. I, I if closed, we the I closed that window because I didn't. It's not on the soundboard. That was on YouTube. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, that's another marketing shit with. I don't know. The the whole thing's stupid to me. Why would the Jets get... Well, I know why the Jets would do it. I don't know why Marvel would fucking do it. Because it suck. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, it's only because they're green. Their uniform is green. Because it's like... There's other teams that would fit the Hulk better. Is it just the Hulk? I think so. Yeah, it says... uh, It says right here, this upcoming football season, New York Jets are getting some help from Earth's Mightiest Heroes. On Tuesday, the Jets organization announced a partnership with Marvel Entertainment that will include various features for fans that attend the game at MetLife Stadium, the most prominent of which will be the Green Out event. Presented by Toyota, this Green Out event will be game-themed after a fight between the Hulk and Thor, seeing as how the Jets are playing the Minnesota Vikings that day. The theme, the theme couldn't be more fitting. Fans will dress out in green and will have a chance to receive Marvel giveaways if they attend. The first fifteen thousand fans to enter the MetLife Stadium for the for the game will receive a Hulk themed bobblehead that features the iconic Marvel character standing on Jets Field. The Jets will also release a sixteen-page Hulk versus Thor comic written by Fabian Nicieza. Additionally, 55,000 posters of the comic book cover will be given to fans as they exit the stadium after the game. Here's a quote. We are excited to announce our new partnership with Marvel Entertainment, said Jets President Neil Glatt. We are always looking for creative new experiences and ideas for our fans. We look forward to working with the iconic brand Marvel. Just, Just for that one game, huh? Yeah. I mean, you got Captain America and the Patriots. Boom. Right there. Captain America well, should be a Patriots uh, symbol. But the Patriots don't need that shit. You know, they don't need that exposure. Cause they're they don't need that. Like, they don't need people. They don't need people to come to a game to see the Hulk. Having the Hulk experience. Because people want to see them play. Nobody wants to see the Jets play. <laughs> or the Vikings, for that matter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a crappy rivalry, and they're, like, making it like it's this big thing. Like, it makes the Marvel look worse. Which is interesting, because Prince was a Vikings fan. Yeah, because he's from Minnesota. Yeah. So you think just in honor of him, like, they they should play Prince songs at Viking games? Well, Prince, well, he didn't let people play his music. Yeah, but he's dead now, so what the fuck's he going to do? Yeah, his money-grubbing family will do it. Yeah. I was watching Thor Ragnarok yesterday. Did you love it again? I did. Like, 
how it was interesting how much I really enjoyed it. Like on again, like I just threw it on as a lark. Like oh, let me just put this on yeah. in the background, and I was like literally laughing out loud. At you parts. know what you gotta watch is you gotta watch the the special features. Oh, I'm sure they're hilarious. Those are good because it's like Taika Waititi because he played um, Korg. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? The way you said it was funny. I'm sorry. That's his name. I know. I know. Why are you making fun of him? No, I'm not making fun of him. Or you. Oh, yeah. so it's me, isn't it? No, it was just the way you said it was funny. Go ahead. Go for it. So, yeah, Taika, Taika Waititi did a, a featurette talking about how good, as an actor, it's good to be directed by Taika Waititi. And then, wait, then like he did another one. Wait, was Korg. he complimenting well, himself? It's him. He, he's, he plays Korg, and he directed the movie. So he goes, as an actor, I think Taika Waititi is a really good director, and he's really good at, you know. And then he did one as the director talking about how it was like to work with Taika Waititi being <laughs> being Korg. That's pretty funny. That's a lot yeah. of Taika White jerking himself off. No, but it was it was actually really good. And then he does like a weird thing where it's almost like it, it, it's a real featurette. Like the stuff did happen, but he kind of they kind of edited it like a skit. And the way his personality is, like he probably said, like, you know what, we're gonna do this like a mockumentary instead of just a a documentary featurette. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he actually like goes into like weird stuff, like. Like little divaisms as a director, you know. So he like he said that he wore, I don't. It's not true, but when he he was actually wearing some extra extras costume while he was doing the documentary featurette, and he's like, "Yeah, I wear every piece of extra costume to make sure it's right before they put it on." So he shows them in like f- five or six different costumes. <laughs> Throughout the little featurette, and then he's like, "Which extra has a sword?" And he goes, "Oh no, I walk with the sword the whole time of the production." Yeah, man, it's good stuff. I need to see Infinity War again. Me too. Ah, uh, it's a good movie. You I have should, it. You guys I should have... watch it together, and then you can make out and stuff. No, that's not gonna happen. Because we go to Mets games. Is that what you're saying? You gotta stop saying Met games. I already closed that window. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm like, that doesn't mean you have to play the song. It does. But it it does. It's not like it's the final countdown. Ah! It's the final countdown! I'm just glad I got to use that. That joint, see, like, first of all, that joint's so epic. And then secondly, you can't play that clip, Oz, and then not let it finish, like, the second. The thing, like you can't, it has to go. Oh, okay. Well, my, hold on. Then you can cut it's, it. My bad. It's the final okay. You can see. You don't have to let it go that long. You gotta. You gotta. But it's better if you do. It's an 18 second clip. How long do you just just the first 10 seconds? No, you could do the 18. I think yeah, it's like it, it's after the second, or it's after the that. First, first. 
That was 10 seconds. How's, how's that? It's still too long. <laughs> it's okay. We'll figure it out at a different time. The, the best was when this black metal band covered it. That was awesome. I yeah. I had that and I considered putting it on, but I can only play that goddamn song so many times before it just gets annoying. Oh wait, but, but meet the Mets is okay. Whatever, <laughs> get out of here with that. Like I don't. Well, that's because somebody gets a reaction out of it. Like oh yeah, I guess we gotta wait for Joe. Then we'll see how many times final countdown plays. I miss, yeah. I miss Joe but so much. The- <laughs> the funny thing about Joe, he just turns off his mic and leaves. Like, oh yeah, like Joe. Joe will like quit the show in the middle, and then come back and be like. But it was funny when I was talking to Oz about that meet the Mets part in Fantastic Four number one. I was like, I know how Joe feels now. That's funny because I was like, I, I just just reading the lyrics. I'm like, why am I reading these fucking lyrics? Like, I got so annoyed. It it's better when you don't know the song. Well, yeah, especially that one. I was, I was just mad that Johnny Storm is a Mets fan. I thought that was kind of eh. dumb. He won't be whenever. Let's see who's gonna write it next. Jason Aaron. <laughs> no, what's what's this? Or well, probably Nick Spencer. Like he always gets the sloppy seconds for Dan Slot. Sheesh. <laughs> wait, wait to make Nick Spencer sound like. Nick Spencer, that's the. Uh, I mean, that's the Nazi, look, right? I'm sorry. Nick Spencer, that's the Nazi, right? No, no. no. Who was uh, the? Did you talk about Van Skeever? Same thing. No, it's not. One's a writer, one's an artist. One works for Marvel, the other works for DC. I don't right. think he works for DC anymore. Which one's the one that got his book burned? Van Skeever. Yeah, Ethan Van Skeever. That was Skeever? I thought it was Spencer. No. no. Oh, dude, fuck those liberals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Green Lantern artist, Oz. That's I th- who. who I thought that was. Uh, why did you think that was Spencer? No, Skeever has got talent. Yeah, we know. Yeah. But he you also can, loves you Nazis. Can draw well so, and, and kind of yeah. have some right. It turns out stuff. because of good artists, the Nazis had really good fashion sense. <laughs> And great propaganda. Hey, Larry, did you see that they have a, the they they revealed the costume? Speaking about good artists and Nazi Nazi regime clothing, um, <laughs> did you see that Wolverine, the Return of Wolverine? They showed his new costume. No, it looks like some shit, man. Really? Looks ter- he looks like he's fucking competing in Hell's Kitchen. I'm looking over it, the heat cloth. It looks like a chef outfit. He's wearing a chef's shirt. And, you know, low key, I'm a little mad because that's like, you know, that's kind of like the barber, old school wait, barber wait, jacket, hold too. Hold on. Is it the black and red one? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking and it's at like, it. I want a barber jacket that's black and red like that. I, I got uh, to post this. But I don't understand. Like, how could they be like, okay, return a Wolverine? Yeah. And everything in Marvel is like all super classic. Yeah, and that's not. And then, uh, then Wolverine comes back in a costume that's not the classic Wolverine costume. Yeah. Look, do you tell me you love Marvel? I mean, I want to see you defend that. I just posted it in chat. Why is he blue? It's just the lighting. Eh. That's funny. 
But that's what the shit looks like. That, that yeah, that's a, that's a, like the part that makes it kind of even more funny is the for some reason the gloves like the matching black yeah. and red, <laughs> red gloves man. like he he looks like he's like like that's like the expensive hotel doorman he looks like yeah he looks like the guy from home alone 2 which guy from home alone 2 any of them that was an expensive ass hotel like he looks oh, like God. a bellhop that was at the trump Hotel. No, no, that was the the plaza. Trump, oh. Trump was in that movie though. Yeah, he was in that movie. He's in a lot of movies. He was in Little Rascals too. Greatest actor <laughs> of our time. <laughs> he hasn't made a Marvel cameo yet though. Uh, yeah, like, but okay, but this isn't. Wait, but is this really a new Wolverine costume, or is this just? I've something? never seen it. That's on the cover, dude. Um, it's on so, the cover of number two. Right. So I'm saying, like, is this just something he's wearing during the story, or is this, like, what's really going to be I what he'll be wearing think, moving forward? Like, I don't I don't know. The cover looks bad. Or at least that costume looks bad. I forget who's drawing it. I found out about it on Instagram because I follow the artist, but I don't know who it is. That's uh, You don't know who the artist is, but you follow him? No, I know who. Well, I don't know who is, posted it. Is what I'm saying. Like, I follow a bunch of different artists. It's Declan Shelby. Okay, that's the guy. So he colored it. So, he, yeah, because he, he's a colorist. Yeah. So he's he can explain why he's blue. But, yeah. Oh wow, that is a cover I, image I posted. Except that is what. That is the cover image I posted, except in the actual cover, he's, like, on a surfboard, too. Yeah. That's a boat, isn't it? He's, like, jumping off a boat or something. So yeah. He's, he's but, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, the only thing I don't mind about this cover is the heat claws. You can't see them. But. I saw an image of him, like, barbecuing where the heat claws were, like, shish kebabs. <laughs> You know who else has heat, heat claws? Is X twenty three. No, X twenty three doesn't have heat claws. I saw a cover of her with heat claws. No, that was a uh, a future thing. In so who is it? In the future, she gets heat claws. No, that was a uh, honey badger. Honey badger? Wait. Yeah. We're not thinking of the same honey badger, are we? The little girl. Not, yeah. But that was her as an adult, grown up. So does she and have a healing factor? She 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 does. It's not as good, but okay. she, she does have a healing factor. That what, what she does, huh? That explains the tattoos. The tattoos? Yeah, because in that picture she had tattoos. If you have a healing oh. factor, the tattoos last like a day. She doesn't. Um, she doesn't feel pain. Well, she hasn't met me yet. Or she has <laughs> she hasn't dated me yet, sorry. He's gonna objectify her and... It's too late, Oz. It sounds like you were gonna do something bad to her. It's too late, Oz. Like in intern is sitting over there contacting the lawyer right now. <laughs> I think next episode we should interview her to be what her experience has been like. I I think she's mad that I call her intern and not by her name, but the fuck if I'm going to learn her name this early. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm done with my news. I guess yeah, we should wrap up. So. uh, Yeah. Uh, Play. uh... Oh no, that's we need the other one, right, Oz? Wait, what? Wait, hold. What do you mean the other one? What? I thought, I thought Mo wanted something. I'm sorry. This is why we have to do pre-production. You you did pre-production, but you forgot. You know what? That's true. Mo asked for something for uh, for his final thought, but we but final thought goes with outro music. Okay. So you're gonna switch it when we get to Mo? <laughs> Wait, Mo? Are you there? Yeah we could yeah we could do that. Okay, hold on. Here Mo, go ahead. Right. Moses, final thoughts. Last week we lost one of the greatest female singers of our time. You gotta lower it a little bit of the But she uh yeah, she committed suicide. Jill Janice of Huntress committed suicide. Her um, her mental illness was no secret. She she actually she she spoke about it openly, without shame, and and, and fear of consequence. Um, she was a big advocate for Planned Parenthood because that's how she found out she had ovarian cancer, which she survived, and uh, she. She'll be missed. She was 45 years old. Her birthday's actually in a couple weeks. But she was supposed to start work with uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra for a big tour. And oh, I love the project. Yeah, she was going to be the, like, the singer in the next album. Um, they had, Huntress itself had four albums that were great. And uh, yeah, it, it was a big it was a big loss. There was, they, the band wasn't that famous. But everybody that they came in contact with, like, really loved them. And, yeah, rest in peace, Jill Janice, man. I, I had the chance to see Huntress for my birthday last, this year. They played around my birthday, and, and I, I, I'm like, oh, I'll see them again next time. And now there won't be a next time. Yeah, yeah rest in peace, Jill Janice. That's too depressing for final thought, but that's a good sentiment. We're gonna have to, but we're gonna have to do another final thought because that 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 depressed me. Uh, well, um, hold on, you gotta make it official. Hold on. Okay. You know, as always, we are active and we try to produce content for Instagram Live, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, yeah, you can hit us up at Fantastic Forum on any of those. Word. Uh, Oz, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, hit me up. Uh, Oscar at allgames.com. If you have any ideas you want to present, I'm kind of like now the promotions department. Me and our, our one employee who is now... Intern. 
Isn't it the same thing though? No, you no, employee, you pay. You're right. She doesn't get medical. Oh, she gets a little you don't want to. You don't want to give insurance. You want to give medical. Right. Like, she, she's getting paid in experience. I've I've seen her teeth. I mean, she wants dental. <laughs> Tell her to go to Walmart. But... Yeah. Right here, she's getting real world experience, and that'll help her get dental in the future. Yeah, so Oscar at allgames.com or fantasticforum at gmail.com. Hit us up, let us know what you think or what you want to hear. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Until next week, we're out.